standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickin Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. This is the 70,000-watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Pastor John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, listen to the Word of God and watch it change your life. Joshua chapter 1, we're going to begin there. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about overcoming rejection. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be doing some individual teachings until the Lord released me to go into a new series. But we're going to uh, talk about overcoming rejection. Joshua chapter 1, we welcome our international television radio audiences decreeing that this is the day the Lord has made and we make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Joshua chapter 1 Verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Can you say amen? amen. If you're going to be successful in life, if you're going to be blessed by God and re really receive of him in a way that he can lavish his abundance on you, you're going to have to learn how to deal with rejection. Rejection is a natural part of life. It's not anything uncommon. The Bible says that there is no temptation that has taken you or no test that has taken you that is uncommon to man. In other words, stop thinking you're the only one going through something. Stop thinking you're the only one dealing with problems. We all deal with problems. We all deal with temptations. We all deal with tests. We all deal with rejection. But he says that we are not to yield to rejection. He says that he is with us. He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. So you have to learn how to, redeal, how to deal with this thing called rejection. Let me just make sure I'm in the right place. How many of you have ever been rejected? Raise your hand. <laughs> if you don't know what rejection is, let me help you out. When you were little and you went to the park and uh, they wanted to play basketball and they began to select their team members and you were on the court waving your hand Pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, waving. I mean, really getting in their face, wanting to be recognized, wanting to be picked on the team, and they just didn't pick you. For whatever reason, you didn't fit the category that they wanted. So you were rejected. If you ever applied for a job and you were not selected for the job, you were not chosen for the job, you were rejected. If you ever went to try to introduce yourself to someone to develop a relationship with that person and they did not engage into that 
and, and, and to your wanting to do so, you, you were rejected. You were rejected when you tried to reach out for something, but someone did not oblige and give you what you wanted. You were rejected. Many times throughout life, we reach out. And one of the hardest things about reaching out is taking that risk of being rejected. But God says he's going to show you how to deal with rejection. Rejection could be good. I'm going to say that again. Rejection could be good. The Bible says to be careful when everyone speaks well of you or, or, or does, speaks good toward you. You need to have some rejection in your life. And I'm going to show you why. If the wrong person says yes to you, it could destroy your future. Sometimes God will allow no's to take place in your life so that you will not get caught up in the wrong place with the wrong people. Because if you get a yes from the wrong person, it will hinder what God has wanted to do in your life. You always have to keep your ears open to God's yes. Amen? God has a yes for you. Look at your neighbor. Just encourage him. Say, God has a yes for you. God has a yes for you. Notice what he told Joshua. Joshua is assuming the new leadership role of Israel. Moses has passed. Moses was not killed. Uh, Moses, I, I know the scripture says, after the death of Moses, but really no one knows what happened to Moses. The Lord just took him and hid him. No one today knows where the body of Moses is. And after 30 days of mourning for Moses, because God allowed the children of Israel to grieve for 30 days, which lets us know that there is a season to grieve when something dies or someone dies in our life. But God said you only have 30 days. After the 30th day, you have to get over Moses. And you have to press forward and move into the promised land that I've given you. I just got to pause and just tell somebody that your grieving season is over. It's time for you to move forward into what God has purposed for your life. You've been grieving over the person that died. You've been grieving over the nose in your life. You've been grieving over the people that has rejected you. God says, in plain, simple terms, move forward. Move on. He says, as I was with Moses. First of all, he says, there shall not any man be able to stand before you. In other words, no person can block God's blessing in your life. Don't ever give people that kind of power. Don't ever say what somebody stopped you from doing. No, you stopped yourself. I have people that, you know, they don't come anymore. I had people used to tell me, you know, somebody's putting witchcraft on me. Somebody's, you know, trying to stop this. I said, if, if they're putting witchcraft on you and it's working, something wrong with you. 
Come on, somebody. Come on, Southwest Louisiana. It's not supposed to work against the righteous. My Bible says in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It never said that it would not form, but it said if it, even if it forms, it will not prosper. God guarantees us that we as the chosen ones, the righteous, that no man will be able to stand before us and hinder our blessing and hinder our inheritance. No man don't ever give that kind of power to any man or woman and saying that they stop you from getting to where God wanted you to be. No, you stop yourself. Because whatever they told you, whatever kind of seeds of unbelief and doubt they planted in you, you believed it. But my Bible says no man. Somebody say no man. No man. He said it will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Look at this. He said as I was with Moses. Now in case you don't know who Moses is and you just got saved yesterday. Let me just give you a nutshell. Moses, the Bible says, was the meekest man that ever walked the face of the earth, of course, next to Jesus. Moses had such power with God. God entrusted him over a nation. Moses was a type of president, a type of prime minister, a type of king. He was over the nation of Israel. It takes a lot of integrity to be over a nation. Takes a lot of skill, takes a lot of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and patience to be over a nation. Can you imagine after coming out of Egypt, these group of people there are constantly increasing and growing. They're having babies left and right. The nation is growing. Moses is over millions of people. Can you imagine that kind of pressure on a man? Imagine if... Two million people knew you and was constantly saying something about you every day. Can you imagine what our president is going through right now? Where people all over the world, Obama, 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 Obama. Do you know words have spirits associated with it? That if somebody is saying something against you, you have to be strong enough to stand your ground. When you hear these attacks and these criticisms, all these things coming up against you, you have to have a level of strength on the inside. Even as a leader, because even as a leader, just because you're a leader does not mean that everyone will like you. But you cannot be moved by uh, the likes or dislikes of people. They don't have to like you, but they must respect your office. You may not win the most popular contest. You may not be the most likely to succeed. You may not be the most favored, the most favored by the people in, on your job. But as long as you stand your ground and not be moved by what people say or do to you, you will earn their respect. Because as much as I try to pull you down, as much as I try to get you out of your place, you stood your ground. I respect you. That's what your enemy is going to start saying to you. <laughs> Moses had that kind of power with God. First of all, he knew God called him to do what he did. He had power to deliver 
a nation out of bondage. Moses had the kind of power with God that all he had to do was speak a word and it would happen. All he had to do was raise his rod and the Red Sea would split hither and thither. All he had to do was just call forth the power of God and it would bring judgment over a nation. Moses was a mighty man of God. A powerful conduit so that the supernatural power of God can flow through him. Not only did the people that he led see the power of God, but the enemies of God saw the power of God. My God, Moses had such power with God that Pharaoh had to let the people go. He said, because I want y'all to leave me alone. Can't sleep, can't do business as usual because there's something about your God that I have to respect. I don't like you, but I respect you. Come on, somebody. They had to go. Moses had power. The Bible says that Israel knew the acts of God. Remember that scripture, Psalms 107? Israel knew the acts of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. In other words, Israel saw the acts but Moses knew how to perform the acts. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Moses knew how God did it. And Moses became the vessel that God could use to perform the acts. See, I'd rather know God's ways than to just see his acts. Because if I know how he did it, I can do it too. You understand what I'm saying? John 14, Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do. That's the kind of power and favor Moses had with God. But God tells Joshua, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries. To order books, CDs, DVDs, or a copy of today's message in its entirety, dial 1-888-727-8900 or visit our website at www.nkmi.org. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we welcome you to come join us for a dynamic worship experience at New Kingdom Ministries International. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are Sunday mornings at